Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah in Texas, and this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV gossip or podcasters in this case. Oh my God, the fighting. And of course, Jeff Lewis live. Welcome. Get comfortable in comments. We love to hear what you're saying. We are going to get started with all the drama to catch you up so you know exactly what's going on. Okay. When we left off yesterday, all we knew I'm trying to get my comments to come up. No, no, my viewer comments. Sorry, hold on. What's going on? No, I want that off. Okay. Uh, when we left off yesterday, we knew that Brandy Howard had posted an Instagram relating to what Jeff Lewis told us about being unhappy with the bad deal that he signed for Sirius XM yesterday. She posted and said, I keep having to write this down. I literally keep forgetting it. Wow, what a tool. And then, of course, Julie had commented, you know, if you know, you know, of course we know. Y'all, there are so many comments. It is still up. If you want to go check it out, the Brandy Howard, Heather McDonald got comfortable in comments. They uh, basically saying asking for a friend and she went out with all this stuff that, um, all the stuff that, uh, do I have this right on YouTube? Uh, all the stuff that, uh, you know, she's accusing Jeff of saying about her. And then she said something like asking for a friend or something like that. Brandy and Julie are really coming at fans hard. I mean, their emotions are so raw. Jeff talked about it on the after show again. So we will talk about it. Why does this look weird to me? Okay. Sorry. Uh, where's all of our regulars? I don't know. Is Am I up on YouTube? I feel like something's weird. I think it is up but it is weird. Uh, anyways. Okay. So Jeff responds to that today on the after show, basically poll is trying to bring it up. And Jeff is like, yes, um, we did have, he goes, I was really busy yesterday, but I kept getting all these DMS and I was told that like Brandy and Heather and Julie were really coming after me hard. Then he's like, I don't even know what I said. Like he doesn't, he's trying to remember, like, did I say something? No, they are just going in hot and heavy because, and I admit it, I was a little confused with yesterday. Also, I didn't really understand. After today, Jeff explained it a lot more on the after show. He he gave his pretty much his exact Sirius XM contract details. And now I totally understand where he's coming from. And he said, he admits, I am using this as a bargaining tool. I am trying to renegotiate my contract because I do think I bought a swamp, as Megan said yesterday. So um, he does admit to that, but I don't think he expected Brandy and Julie and then Heather to get involved in the comments and come at him. I don't know. There's a lot of thoughts on it. I definitely see it. Y'all are DMing me. I love chatting with y'all about it, but is this working? Yeah. Um, but I do feel like this is does not look good for Brandy and Julie. Do they care? No, clearly they are very emotional about this issue still. You know, I kept saying I thought there was a time and a place maybe where Brandy and Julie could uh, rebuild their bridge. Maybe there's a time where Heather McDonald and Jeff can rebuild their bridge. But at this point, it's definitely not in the works, right? Okay, so let's get down to what happened yesterday, last night. So I had heard already that Chris Frangiola had sort of come at on his podcast cover to cover he had come at the chumps he was like joking about their names like what are these people called he calls them losers you know whatever he was saying he finally said chumps 
But he was talking about how specifically Kelly, Kelly Dodd was there at the Universal Hollywood Halloween night thing. And he basically made a bad joke saying that um, he'd rather be on the Gaza Strip than hang out with Kelly Dodd at this event. So clearly he's getting backlash from that. I have no idea if he'll apologize or not. He is a comedian. He has a right to say what he wants to. Uh, I did see somewhere that his wife and children are Jewish. So I don't know. Does he get a pass to say that? No. I mean, but, you know, I'm not even going to. That's not what this is about necessarily. But that is a big part of it for sure. So Kelly Dodd hears about this. And she starts talking to her mom about it. And the mom says, I think Heather McDonald, your friend, is really good friends with him. And she must be talking about you to Chris. And that's why he felt okay saying this, right? And then Kelly's like, yeah, that makes sense. That's right. So she screenshots Heather McDonald's Instagram's post with her and Chris Frangiola promoting Thursday's Juicy Scoop, where they were on, where he was on with her, like he is a lot of times, and basically comes at Heather publicly. It doesn't even sound like she made a phone call, made a text, nothing. We know she was on her way to Detroit because they're posting. They've got their live show there tonight. They showed the setup and everything. Um, I just think in typical Kelly style, she made a rash decision, right? Uh, the comments were crazy. A lot of people coming at Kelly saying, you talk about people all the time that you don't know. So how is it any different that Chris, who doesn't know you, is coming at you, right? Uh, Heather McDonald gets in the com comments and says, you know, hey, text me, answer my call. Let's talk this out. I didn't know anything about it. Okay, y'all. I just don't believe that. If I, little old Sarah in Texas, was DM'd about Chris's comments on Kelly Dodd the other day, and everyone wanted to know my opinions and my thoughts on it all, you know they were DMing Heather about it, right? You know, I assume she's the admin and maybe Peter, I don't know, are the admins of her Juicy Scoop Obsessed Facebook group. So I'm told all the time by people that try to post certain things and it's denied. So I'm positive somebody tried to post, oh my God, let's talk about what Chris Frangiola said about Kelly Dodd, especially since Kelly Dodd and Heather always talk and recently said about how we're still friends. You know, Kelly, uh, Heather called me on my birthday recently. You know, I just talked about that, what Kelly said. Also, Kelly has remained friends with Jeff Lewis, even though he and Heather McDonald, her other friend, are in a huge fight right now. Kelly also remained friends, in theory, with Heather and Megan when they were both having their fight. So we have all had friends who fight and say or do things about the other person, and you remain friends with that other person. Kelly was not having it. She was pissed that Heather had him on her show and didn't say anything about it. So like I said, Heather says, I didn't know anything about it. I don't believe that at all, to be honest with you. She is saying, though, she will apologize uh, publicly, I guess, maybe on her next podcast. I don't know. Kelly has removed the Instagram post on the Rick and Kelly show on YouTube today. It did come out a little bit later than normal. But when I finally watched it, she went into all those details and told us all of that stuff. So that is what's going on with that. And I'm dying to know what you think. Clearly, somebody DM me a little bit ago, or no, they put it on the Jeff Lewis Facebook group, sorry, the Jeff Lewis Obsessed, uh, and said something like, 
is there, you know, we know you're a fan of Jeff, but do, are there things where you don't agree with what he says or does? And I'm like, absolutely. There's people in my real life that I don't agree a thousand percent with what they say or do, but I don't leave them as a friend, right? I might talk to them. Uh, the same with Jeff Lewis, the same with Kelly Dodd, the same with Shannon Bedore. As Jameson lovingly says, two things can be true. I can like someone's content. I can like them as a person. Uh, I cannot like what they say or do sometimes or how they handle things, right? But that's a lot of the reasons that we're obsessed with Jeff Lewis and all these reality TV stars and now these podcasters that are, you know, getting in the mix of the drama uh, because they say and do things that we would never do in our real lives or it's their drama, not our drama. And we want to listen to that, right? Lady Grace says, I don't have the time or patience for Brandy and Julie and Heather McDonald anymore. I'm definitely seeing that a lot. A lot of y'all are saying that, you know, Kelly and maybe Heather McDonald are maybe in on this. And maybe that's why this drama was going on to kind of fuel some content for both of their Instagrams. I don't know. I think there's enough drama in people's lives that they don't have to really uh, produce it. Do I think sometimes people are happy to keep it rolling along? For sure. Jeff Lewis included, right? With the Heather McDonald drama, with the Megan and Heather McDonald, uh, the Megan and Heather McDonald drama, for sure. I mean, it is a business. And we will talk about this later, you know, the series XM Channel 789 business side of things. It does boil down to money and making money, right? And being successful. I mean, that's what, you know, podcasters do. That's what, you know, fan accounts, anyone that has a YouTube channel, all of this is ultimately probably to make money and obviously have fun. Tell me what you think in comments. I'm dying to hear what you say. I will definitely make time for questions at the very end. Um, oh, April, somebody fill her in on TikTok. April says, what happened with Brandy and Julie now? Check out my TikTok. I've got a... Um, I've got a story up about it. I've got it on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. But I did want to chat about it today since a lot of that happened, especially the Kelly and Heather and Chris thing since we were on yesterday. All we knew yesterday was that Brandy had posted this, wow, what a tool thing. Uh, we didn't know that Heather had commented. It's crazy. I haven't been over there to look today. I almost had to take like a deep breath last night, like a cleansing breath. I had to take a walk and go see some sunshine. Touch the grass, as people say, this morning uh, and walk Luna because I, I just couldn't read the comments anymore. They were just getting so mean-spirited and uh, just harsh. Clearly, Brandy and Julie... Um, they have a lot of emotions and, and it, I, I, I just don't like that they're coming at the listeners. And some of that I read or chump ads, obvi, but they're coming at them whenever I don't feel it was warranted. I don't feel like what people commented mm, should have warranted the reaction and the, the rudeness. Julie, in a lot of ways, one of them that I read was really defending Brandy saying, you know, uh, I get that you love me and don't like Brandy. But if you love me, then you have to love Brandy because basically we're a duo, right? Like I, I'm, I'm only one with her. So, but I, I think some of it got so harsh and mean that I was like, why do you have to go there? Like, seriously? Um, yeah, Sherry said they should have never commented. I mean, sometimes silence is golden. 
And sometimes silence is super loud, right? One thing I can think of right now that's sort of going on with Teresa Judice and her three daughters, three of the four daughters, you know, they've got this collab deal with um, Shein. Shein has a lot of, uh, Shein clothing has some, you know, reputation and stuff going on about it. And she's kind of been quiet about it. And she's basically put one Instagram story up the other day that said, uh, basic something about how they support the decision. And she's posting like crazy about this she and deal and supporting it. So, but I did see something where she finally said something like they did their due diligence when they were investigating whether or deciding whether to work with the she and group or not. So if that's true or not, I don't know. I think some people just see dollar signs and they're like, whatever. I mean, I can't imagine Teresa with her attorney. What's that attorney's name that she always had with her and his stuff. Um, a shout out Allison Bravo land. Oh my God. I cannot wait to meet you at BravoCon again. This will be my second time to meet you in person. I can't wait, Alice. Um, but I just, uh, I just think it needs to die down. Jeff was clearly made aware of it yesterday, even though he had such a busy day. Um, I don't know. It was just crazy. Um, let me know what you think for sure. Okay. Let's get into today's Jeff Lewis. The guests were Doug Buden, who I adore, and former Real Housewives of New York, Kristen Takeman, and current Ultimate Girls Trip star. So y'all know I met her a couple of weeks ago at the Reality Bites event. She was so nice, y'all. She is just as beautiful in person as she is in the coffee picture. So there is nothing about that coffee picture that is, um, you know, touched up. Poland Patrick didn't put their Friday filter on her. They don't need to. Um, yeah, somebody says, I liked Kristen today. I thought today's show and especially the after show, which I'm definitely going to talk about uh, because Jeff, that's where Jeff really gave the details about his Sirius XM contract, right? Um, I do want to check out some of your uh, comments because I love your comments. That's why I love when you join live. It is so much more fun to chat back and forth with y'all. I really love doing it. And if you're on the replay, just put your comments wherever you're watching because we can have a conversation there also. We love that. Um, uh, Vina says, I like them all, but Jeff is right on the Brandy Julie thing. I think he should not have gotten involved on the Heather issue. Oh, yes. I kind of agree with you, Vina. I, I get that off. Get that banner off. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with you that uh, he should not have gotten involved in Earring Gate. I think the reason he did get involved is he can't stand a liar. And he feels very strongly that Heather McDonald lied about not knowing or also going back to look for the earrings. And then Kelly Dodd butts in and says, no, she never went back to look for the earrings. She didn't want to. We saw them fall off in the video that I posted because uh, somebody sent it to me. And um, we see the earring fall off. And she, it was like 10 minutes away the next day when they realized her that night, she didn't want to go back and dig through the sand as Heather says she did. So, <sighs> okay. Somebody says, please tell us about the details of Jeff and Sirius. Okay. So let's fast forward real quick from the show on the regular Jeff Lewis show. He does say something about, he starts saying like, if you don't pay me, that's when I stop programming. So this is talking about yesterday when he basically says he signed a bad deal 
in regards to 789. He has no issues with what's going on with Jeff Lewis Live. He says they treat him really well. The budget must be big. Clearly, they run ads on that. He does these live reads. Um, that is going really well financially. I think he's happy with the podcast that goes out twice a week now. Jeff Lewis has issues. But he gives us more details in the Jeff Lewis after show. I didn't even know he was going to go to the after show. He didn't promote that he was. So I almost wonder if it was a spontaneous decision for him to go over there and join Paul and Patrick in the first segment like he's been doing when he has time. That's where I was confused yesterday. If he said the show is uh, the channel is doing really well, it's extremely successful. But he was saying, I'm going to start pulling back. I'm not going to participate as much. And there might not even be five live shows a day. And we're putting the Chump Happy Hour on pause. Like, what? Like, I didn't even understand any of that. Like, if it is successful, then why what you know adds to the success, which is you, excuse me, you and Shane going into the uh, after show, the first segment, if you can, then why would you pull yourself back? He explained it all today, and I totally understand what he's saying now. But I needed those details first, right? I needed that information. So he shows up on the after show. Even Paul says, oh, my God, I got so nervous. I was sweating because I don't think they expected him to come over. And he was nervous that, you know, this is all going on because Paul and Patrick admit they were getting all these DMs and told about all the drama last night, too. So then Jeff goes into all the details, and he basically says, the original contract that he has now was only to air the Jeff Lewis Live archives, which are wonderful. And then he was supposed to do 30 minutes of voiceover work like every quarter. Like what? So it had nothing in the contract about all these original shows. Jeff Lewis, um, the flipping out recap. And now what's the daily, uh, daily dialing Dr. Donna, the chump happy hour, the after show. But what's a little confusing is he always said for a year, he and Julian Brandy had been working on this Jeff Lewis after show. So that's a little bit weird. He, he, he said that many times that they had been working on this for a year and it finally happened. What have you? Um, basically, he says, if he doesn't, it, he is using this pulling back. And putting the chump happy hour, which he is personally putting more of his money in, uh, he is using this as a way to renegotiate with, shout out Donna Bowling. Um, he is using this as a way to negotiate, renegotiate with Sirius XM, right? Because he's not happy that he kind of put forth more effort than the bare minimum in the contract to speed up his financial return. And that's not happening because they're not doing the advertisement. They're not getting the advertisement. Now, I don't know. It benefits, Jeff, it benefits SiriusXM to get advertisements also. I'm sure there's some layout where they get a part of it and Jeff gets a part of it. So why would they not want to do advertisements on the channel 789? Do you think it doesn't qualify for them yet? They need more viewers, more downloads, more whatevers. I don't really know. Um, that part really doesn't make sense. But I, like I said, I did understand that he is, his contract was the bare minimum to just air the archives, do 30 minutes of voiceover, you know, every quarter. And instead he did a ton more work. And now that he was told last Wednesday in this really big meeting, 
uh, how successful the channel 789 is doing, he's like, okay, then where's, where's my return financially, right? And when they went a week without saying anything, he said it was crickets. I think he was just pissed off yesterday and was like, I'm talking, I'm turning the phone over. I'm not going to get Tim Johnson updates and I'm going to talk about it. I mean, did it clear it up for you more today? Because like y'all know, I was very confused on it. I glanced at the Jeff Lewis comments, the coffee comments yesterday. There was a lot of people, a lot of people in the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group saying, I don't buy it. It doesn't make sense. There was a lot of these same comments, obviously, under the Brandy Howard post, because obviously most of them are more fans of Brandy Howard if they're watching her content, right? Um, but it didn't make sense if it's so successful why he was backing away. Today's explanation made a lot more sense of it all. Uh, he said it's not contentious. So I almost wonder um, if somebody reached out late last night, this morning, if they talked about it. We know that today was the first day that Alyssa has been back since she was out for COVID. So maybe she had a talk with him, right? I mean, she's technically his boss for 789. So she's super invested in this uh, being successful. And she's also super invested in like taming the talent of Jeff Lewis and also trying to keep the big wigs at Sirius XM happy because she's probably kind of in the middle of all this of kind of this renegotiation, right? And she's obviously invested personally and professionally because she, that is her gig now is the whole 789 thing. And I think she's doing other stuff. Maybe the, all the LA talent, right? She's, she's huge. She's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but he says, if the renegotiations don't happen, then he'll just go back and he'll do the bare minimum of his contract, which means all the programming, all the original programming will get nixed. It'll be gone. And I don't like that. I love the after show. Um, I haven't made time for dialing Dr. Donna. I was looking forward to new shows coming on. But if he's not making money off of it and he's told how freaking successful it is, um, he's got to renegotiate. I don't know. Thank you for buying a badge on Instagram. I appreciate it. Um, Jill with a K says on TikTok says he's spending 3,500 to 5,000 a month on the happy hours. Yeah. And that's just paying him. So now, like I said yesterday, it makes sense when he kind of did that weird jab uh, a week or two ago with Amanda Vacants saying, have you been paid for, you know, from Sirius XM? And she was like, oh, I don't even know. Now we know why, because basically they have an agreement, I guess, to invoice after a month's worth of work. And then it takes 30 to 45 days for Sirius XM to pay them for their talent part. But what Jeff Lewis does on Jeff Lewis Live, he Venmo's or writes a check, whatever he does, uh, Zell's, and then he gets reimbursed from Sirius XM. So he pays his talent the day or the night before that they come on. And then he waits and gets the money from Sirius XM because, you know, he's money bags. He can do that, right? Which Jeff is so respectful and loyal to his friends personally and professionally. I think he would do anything for anyone as long as you don't F him over. If you F him over, all bets are off. And we know how down and dirty Jeff can get. Oh my gosh. Debbie King says the chumps don't know how to work the normal job stuff. Say they aren't getting the right paperwork in. I mean, a lot of the chumps and Jeff has joked about this, you know, do they have a job? How do they make money? They don't really seem to work. 
a lot of them have jobs like acting, comedy, they go on tour, they have a podcast. It's not necessarily an eight to five. And that's what a lot of creatives do, right? They don't have a lot of eight to five jobs. That's what draws Jeff to these people. He always says like the oddballs of the world are who he is drawn to. They're drawn to him. That's who becomes his friends, his chumps. He doesn't like boring old people, right? Um, Paige says, all I know is I love the new after show and different hopes, I hope, uh, different hosts. I hope it gets worked out. Yeah. And I think that's what he says. He makes it very clear that I, I heard no digs about Brandy and Julie. He says the after show has always been successful, but it's even more successful, exponentially more successful now that we're changing out the co-host and kind of working those around. Right. Um. Oh, Sunny Meadow says, I don't know why he doesn't just start his own YouTube channel where he has more control. Um, there's pros and cons to that too. Trust me. I mean, I am demonetized on YouTube for the past um, four to five weeks uh, over something really that a lot of YouTube creators do. So basically I was posting uh, shorts of like Andy Cohen in particular's Instagram stories and putting them up. But they should have just not paid me for that. Like I'm able to do that on TikTok and they just don't pay you for that because it's not original content. 95%, 98% of my content on YouTube is original content. I either make videos where I put a little bit of some kind of content and then I talk about it for a minute or three or four, or I'm going live on Instagram five days a week, all original content. But without warning, Social media platforms can just ban you, block you. They don't really have to give you a reason. So uh, I think the only thing is having something like a contract in place with SiriusXM, having a Patreon or something similar like that, something where he is absolutely in control of his content. He does not like other people telling him what he can talk about, when he can talk about things, um, or any kind of a schedule, what guests can be on. He doesn't like any of that, right? Um Let's see. Sonny says he would make bank on Patreon. Uh, yeah, so it would take a long time to get money off YouTube. Not necessarily because he would be, he would qualify really quickly. You have to qualify and then you have to apply to this certain program and then you get approved. So basically I was approved in like June. So I got paid in July, August and September and then they cut me off. Uh, and now I can reapply in three months in December, if you still qualify, which I will. Thank goodness. So make sure you like and subscribe and comment on my stuff and keep me current. So that all helps. Um, YouTube won't allow the stuff Jeff talks about. And that, my friend, is a good point. Uh, how do I get that off? Because YouTube definitely has, and you hear Rick and Kelly talk about this sometimes. They'll be like, oh, we can't say that. You know, YouTube won't let us. So, you know, excessive cussing super nasty stuff. There's a lot of things you can't say. Music, putting on, um, like Rick and Kelly got in trouble for putting on some Bravo content and they got that show removed or demonetized. So you can definitely, you definitely have a lot more rules to follow on social media, right? Oh my God. Exactly. Whisper of Blue says he can just stick with having $10,000 dinners with a sidekick. What are your thoughts on that? He's got another $10,000 dinner in LA this Sunday. Shane gets a thousand. I don't know. Is that enough? Do you think 
I almost think it's the combo. I almost think they want Shane and Jeff because they play off each other with the conversation. I also don't know. This is interesting. What do y'all think? Do you think Jeff would do these dinners by himself? Or do you think he only likes doing, he doesn't like doing anything by himself. I think he would only do these dinners with someone. So with Shane. So I almost think Shane should be paid more than $1,000. If you had $10,000, would you pay Jeff to have a private dinner with him? And would you want Shane there? $10,000 is only $5,000 after taxes. Okay, only $5,000? I mean, that pays for braces, right? <laughs> pays for Invisalign. Um, I wonder if Shane, yeah, I don't know how Shane is paid. If it's salary, if it's hourly, he works a lot. He's with Jeff a lot. He knows where all the bodies are, are uh, buried. I mean, Shane has to know so many details about things. He's got such a poker face because you can see on the Jeff Lewis video, you can see when Shane, when Jeff starts saying something that, Jeff, you know, Shane's just like, oh God, you know, you know, he knows all the stuff, all the information before he says it. And, you know, he probably knows even more and he just sits there, clears a bell and always supports Jeff. Uh, do you think this is why we haven't seen Judge Lauren, Judge Lauren Lake's show manifesting? Yeah, for sure. Because Jeff. I, I even mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Why does the after, why does the 789 only have all these promos for Sirius XM? There's no ads. So now we know. So yeah, if, if Jeff was like, if they were telling him one thing and he thought he was waiting on something, I don't know. I mean, but Megan knew about it because Megan said they sold you a swamp or something like that, which I'd never even heard that term, but um. Oh my gosh. What other comment? Oh, sorry. I'm missing y'all's comments. Um, hold on. I got to scroll. They stopped scrolling. Uh, Jeff buys. Yeah. So Jeff, remember Jeff has talked about buying Shane's clothes. He's talked about paying for his haircuts at the house. Clearly his travel. Now all that kind of stuff, hotel, you know, that kind of makes sense. But also let's be clear. I think if somebody is walking around with an assistant all the time of Jeff's stature, you want them dressing and looking as nice as you can. So it benefits Jeff also to have Shane in really nice styled clothes by the stylist Julie, right? I mean, it helps him to have a fresh haircut, uh, you know, a cool haircut. So, you know, that's kind of all like that benefits Jeff too, which I'm not saying is a bad thing for him to be paying for, but I'm saying there's also another reason for it for sure. Uh, Marie, Marie says, um, Sirius XM needs to do right by their talent. And we'll see, right? Today's update seemed way more positive. He was very clear that it's not a contentious thing. Um, but he said, basically, if they can't come to an agreement with a renegotiation, meaning he's going to get paid, uh, that he'll just go back to the original content, which who's going to go listen? I mean, maybe I would like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, maybe if I'm driving somewhere and there's nothing good on Sirius XM or a podcast, maybe I would tune it over to 789 and listen to the archives because I do like that. I do like when they, when like Doug, Megan, uh, the guests, I love when they do those little clips talking about a little bit kind of doing an intro to that show and like what was going on. I love that part of it, but 
who's going to regularly listen enough for advertisers to pay if the original programming goes away or if Jeff Lewis stops giving him his time, right? If he stops going over, I'm trying to fix my picture for Instagram, if he stops going over to um, the Jeff Lewis after show at the beginning of that first clip, the first segment, I don't know as many people will tune over there and listen, right? Oh, goodness, such a mess. Lightwork says, I'm older than Shane and I was a child when my mom watched Full Thing Out. She loved that show. She was over the other day when I was listening to Jeff Lewis Live and loved it. Oh, I love that. My mom loved reality TV also. And yet neither one of us uh, watched uh, Jeff Lewis uh, flipping out live. I only watched like season 10 whenever he had Monroe. Was there an 11? I think I watched 10 and 11 live. But then I had to go back and rewatch all of them, you know, a year and a half ago. It was so good. Uh, AMD, do you know what Brandy's Instagram post was about yesterday? Yes, we talked about that all already. Um, the replay won't come up on TikTok, but the replay of this show will come up all my other social media under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. So check that out. But basically, it's a post that said, um, wow, what a tool. And she's basically calling Jeff Lewis a tool for, she said in comments, basically, if the if 789 is so successful, then why are you canceling all the programming? But as I said, he explained it, much, but they also got really nitty gritty in the comments. And Heather McDonald got in the comments, so go check it out. The Brandy Howard. Uh, uh, what he explained more on the after show today really made me feel better about it. I totally understand his point now. I see what he's doing. I don't think he's doing it mean spirited. Some people in the in the, Brandy's comments were saying, "Oh, he's doing exactly what what he accused Brandy and Julia of." I mean, I, he didn't say he jumped up and had somebody leave the meeting last Wednesday. He didn't say he was rude or disrespectful to anyone, but he did say it is about money and he is using this as a renegotiation tactic to get the money that he thinks he is owed since he is putting in way more time and energy and money. And he basically says, excuse me, look, I can go and do something else with my time and make more money for myself. Like this is not panning out financially. So I'm going to stop spending my time and money here. And I'm going to stop paying other people to do the same. And I'm going to put on replays. I'm not going to have all the live shows. We do know there's a live show after show Monday because Chef Stu is on. I forgot who they said was on. But also the guest is Aaron Leachy. Oh, my God. Um, since he'll be back in New York. That's another thing I think that'll do well for him. The fact that he is always going to go through with his commitments. So he was asked to do this. Um, what's it called? Ad week for Sirius XM. Andy Cohen and the Smith sisters are going also. And he's like, I will be the last person in that room. I will be shaking every hand of every advertiser in hopes that they all start spending money on my channel, Radio XM, and eventually, of course, 789 Day Hope. He is doing this not as an obligation. He says he has no obligation to SiriusXM to go to Ad Week. Does it benefit him? Absolutely. Does it put him in a good light with SiriusXM? Absolutely. Does it put him in a good light with all advertisers? Say in a year or two, didn't he sign a two-year degree, a two-year uh, uh, contract? So we're probably, 
I think that contract finally went through maybe December-ish last year. So we're not even a year into it. They kept delaying it. Remember, it was supposed to go through in like October. They kept delaying it. They kept not having it. He's going to New York for ad week. So that's what he's going for. Um, oh, Carol Jackson says Sirius XM is worth $65 billion. They'll be okay if he walks. I mean, they'll be okay. But they will. Yeah. I mean, yes. Everyone recovers eventually, right? Is one. What's the old saying? If you die, to, like, don't put all your time and energy into your career. Because if you die tomorrow, they will place you by next Monday. You know what I mean? So you you need to have a healthy respect for your career and your your company because you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna move on if you were to die. So if Jeff Lewis leaves, they will move on for sure. Um, Howard is yeah, I think Howard Stern is about 67, 68 years old. He'll he'll be retired. I don't think he'll I don't know if Howard will return will renew his next contract. I don't know. I think COVID did him in and he's just done. He's just, he's done. Uh, do y'all want to talk about Kristen K Kate Takeman? Uh, she is going to be on Ultimate Girls Trip. She did say there was some drama with her and uh, Kelly Bensimone. She got injured again. She showed us her toe at the brunch a few weeks ago. So I don't know when this was recorded, but a long time ago, but she's still injured. That's crazy. So I love that she says that Ramona, they were there for like three to four days and, the, and Ramona still didn't realize, oh, you don't live in New York? Like Ramona just doesn't listen to people. Um, Sunny said you found her boring. I, I didn't. She wasn't exciting, but I didn't find her boring. Um, does that make sense? She's not exciting, but she's not boring. Then again, I loved that Jeff, um, you know, I just love that he gave some more information, especially the happy hour, right? Um, and the $10,000 dinner, I'm just dying over that for sure. Um, oh, Beth Jager, I keep joining late. Set a timer for 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. That's when we start. But like I said, the replay of this goes up everywhere. It's also available as a podcast everywhere you get your podcast under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. The only replay that doesn't go up is TikTok because they don't do TikTok replays. Um, yeah, Melanie says, I can't wait for the New York Ultimate Girls Trip to air. I think it'll be fun. I like the backstory. I like that the details finally came out about how they were trying to negotiate an, uh, an OG New York ladies show on Peacock. But Kristen was like, but I live in LA now. Like, I mean, it doesn't even make sense, right? So when that died out, I think because of financial negotiations with Ramona, she said, I think then it made sense for her to do this seven day thing for a lot more money. Like she, I've heard that too. This ultimate girls trip stuff pays a lot and it's a seven day commitment. So for the ladies that have other businesses, other, you know, children, kids, everything, it, it, it just makes sense to do seven days, right? I didn't watch House of Villains yet. Uh, last night was a little bit busy with like mom duties and I went to the gym. I was watching uh, Cooking Kibbits. So um, I don't go live on the weekends uh, anymore. So there's no show. It's Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock uh, Eastern. And then all the replays are up. I do make videos if something happens. Uh, I'll make a video of something. I post on Instagram stories a lot. Yeah. What else you want to talk about? Do you have any questions? Um, Who's Sam? 
I'm not a Kelly Dodd fan, but she seems to have a good heart. They are both quick to lash out, but good hearted. I think so too. And again, two things can be true. Uh, I do think she's quick to lash out. I do think Jeff is similar. Jeff says things and then he's like, oh shit. Uh, I do think Kelly has a really good heart. I think she had her feelings hurt. She put in the comments, but I'm like, you hurt a lot of people's feelings too. You say some really cruel things about people. Um, and you don't always apologize. So I don't know why this hit her. So I know it's not what Chris Frangiola said about her. It's the fact that she then the next day sees a picture of her friend Heather with Chris Frangiola doing a show. And she's like, oh, and she got in her head about what her mom said about saying, oh, I bet Heather is the one. Cause she's like, my mom knows people. She knows a lot of things about personalities. Um, and she's still with her husband. He was the one who got caught. Correct. I don't know who you're talking about. When you say she, you got to tell me who you're talking about. Got caught. I don't know who you're talking about. Um, oh my God. I love that. Oh my God. Lady Grace says, I seriously think you should buy one of Kim's wigs for a disguise at Heather McDonald's show. Y'all, I sort of forgot that Brandy and Julie are the co-host with her for that night. So last year at BravoCon, Heather McDonald's show, um, the co-host with her was Carlos King. So I have no beef with Carlos King, right? Didn't have any then, don't have any now. And now it's going to be Brandy and Julie. Clearly, you know, I run a Jeff Lewis fan account. Now the, the, the facility, the venue at Venetian is going to be so huge. It's sold out. They will not know that I'm there at all. But it will be kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to a birthday party that, you know, the birthday girl hates me. You know what I mean? Pray for me. I'll be fine. It'll be fine. My friends and I will have fun. But it's it's weird that I had this ticket before Heather blocked me, you know, and I'm like, just unblock me. It's It's not, I don't hate you. I'm definitely not. I hate when I hear that people in like the, whatever that bullshit is, Reddit say like, oh, that's Sarah. She hates Heather McDonald. If you watch me, if you listen to my content, you will absolutely know. First of all, I don't hate anyone. It really takes me a lot to hate somebody. I think that's a, I think that's energy to give over to someone that is not deserved. Right. And it doesn't serve me well in life. Uh, I don't think it's right that she blocked me. I mean, I'm just a Jeff Lewis fan account. Again, I think, think since she is feuding with Jeff Lewis, you know, I think people might have told Juicy Scoopers might have told her interpretations of things I was saying. And I just don't feel it's that true. Everyone that watches me on the regular and listens to me knows that I don't, uh, don't talk negatively about Heather McDonald. Who hasn't blocked me? Olive Dressing says uh, Heather McDonald is who we're talking about, though, because I will be at her show and then Brandy and Julie are the co-host with her at the BravoCon show. And Brandy came at me when I also think their fans were telling her odd interpretations of what I was saying about, um, about them and the firing and all that of Jeff Lewis, right? Yeah, Dory says, I'm very kind. Thank you. Um, let's see. Oh, is Kristen still with her husband? Yes, she is still with her husband and she, they have three little kids. Yeah. 
Oh, Sarah says, when Brandy came at you, I unsub unsubscribed from their Patreon. Oh, well, I don't like to hear that as far as financially hurting them, but I think a lot of people unsubscribed from their Patreon, or some people told me that they did, just like they told me they've unsubscribed from Heather. So um, not about me, just about, you know, the content. Uh, yes, Melanie says, Sarah hates no one, and her content shows that there's never hate in any Jeff Lewis-obsessed content. Yeah, and let me just touch on that a little bit. Someone, I don't know, somebody posted in the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group yesterday about um, that it's not a fan group. And I'm like, oh, it absolutely is. But I'm not going to adult babysit people that choose to be feisty or mean uh, in the Facebook group. I've made it very clear that it is a place to have opinions chat reality TV, chat Jeff Lewis, and it is not a hate group. It is not a place for either plenty of other mean and cruel places like Reddit, the other, some of the other Jeff Lewis Facebook fan accounts, fan groups, I should say. Um, you know, go there. There's plenty of other places to be rude. Um, it's not for Jeff Lewis obsessed, but I'm also not one. I don't want to babysit in pre-approved posts. I want people to make a good decision on their own of where they need to put content and what they need to put in the Jeff Lewis Obsessed group. If you ever see something that's over the top, just hit the button right next to it that says um, tag or notify someone of this comment or the person. And then we get notified and we can make a decision. But anyways, not here to babysit. Not here. I got five children to do that for, for sure. Well, we didn't really get to everything. The, uh, the after show talked about the coffee reading prices going up. The love of an airport lounge, which I don't agree with. I don't want to get to an airport super early to uh, spend my time there, but I'm all for free food, which I don't think an airport lounge is free. I think you got to pay for, you know, you got to have all the earnings and the, the rewards for it. But anyways, um, that is it for today. Thank you for joining live. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a five-star rating. Even if you don't listen to it on, on podcast, please just go find me wherever you get your podcast under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. Scroll down a little bit, hit the five stars and give me a review. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following, liking the videos, commenting. All of that helps with my engagement. And I would really, really appreciate it. Have an amazing weekend. And I will see you Monday, 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching the replay, still give us a comment. I still want to know what you think for sure. But try to join live when you can. Bye, Chumpettes. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the badges and the little rewards on TikTok. I really appreciate it. Bye, y'all.